Hey everyone, welcome back to Plant Personalities with PV Plant Guy. If you have not heard me before, this is a show about plant influencers on TikTok, Instagram, and all the other social media platforms. I love getting to know the people behind their social media profiles because we see plants all the time. It's always a plant joke, a plant care tip, or a plant pun, but who are these people behind the profile, right? So we know Plant Proper is here today. I'm very excited to have them. And we have Matt in the yellow hat in the house. How's it going, Matt? Woo! It's going very well. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited that we finally got to connect. Um, we've been chatting for a while now, and we've done some lives on Instagram. So I'm, I'm happy to have you guys on the podcast. I'm happy to be here, man. It was super stoked to, uh, you know, have this <laughs> opportunity. We, we love to chit chat about plants and we love to chit chat about plants with awesome people. So this is a twofer and I'm all about that. Heck yeah. So you're in Florida. So I'm in Northeast Florida and you're in South Florida, right? That's right. The sunshine state, nothing, nothing like it. That's right. My, uh, I'm getting a nice base layer right now, just frying out here and loving every second of it. And, uh, it's the first day of spring, so, you know, we're ready to play. It is the first day of spring. I hope you're wearing your sunscreen. I do <laughs> not. Uh, you know, I, I got nice uh, Sicilian uh, blood in my veins, so I don't burn too easily. We keep, it, we keep it nice and bronzed in my family. Oh, you're Italian, too. I just got my 23 results, 23 results back, and I'm also I'm 51% Italian, so I'm glad that we have two things in common already, plants and being Italian. <laughs> this is going very well. <laughs> <laughs> Heck yeah. So um, tell me a little bit about yourself. Um, I mean, you're obviously, you know, with plant proper, right? But like, how did you get to where you are right now? I mean, that takes a lot of like specialized education and learning. Like how, how did you end up with plant proper and like being in love with plants? All right. Uh, that's a, that's a really great question. And it's, it's a really, uh, you know, it wasn't a, just a straight line. It, it was a very fun route to get me there. And it was no education. I studied nothing to do with plants, no science, no nothing. Um, I was great in school. I loved school and I studied down here in South uh, Florida, but it was all business. Everything I studied was business and numbers and I love business and numbers. But as I was going through school, I was, you know, I, I think a lot of people can agree in school. You're just doing it and you're feeling the pressure of just making decisions when you may or may not be ready to make these decisions that, you know, kind of dictate the rest of your life. So I just felt a little unsteady and, um, you know, I kind of just kind of fell out of it right at the finish line. You know, you're going to get your master's in business and push out into the rest of the world. And I was like, this just, something's not right. So I kind of just followed my gut and started playing with plants and, um, I, I fell in love, you know, as we all do. I think as, as soon as you start, you know, getting the soil under your fingernails and, and just watching plants grow, watching them develop, learning their little corks, what makes them happy, what doesn't, you start falling in love. And for me in South Florida, it was more outside and I was out in the elements. So houseplants wasn't really, oh, I'm outside. Sorry. <laughs> You're in your element. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, so I'm I'm just... I was enjoying that and doing my thing. And I kind of did a little bit of consulting with growing, which I thought was really fun, but it was, it just felt a little too business still. And I just wanted to have fun. And I ran into an old buddy, an old acquaintance, a good friend growing up. And he was, you know, in the landscaping business and this and that. And it was something that caught my eye and it was just very attractive. He was very gifted. 
and did landscape design and just he had this real tropical vibe that he was rolling with which uh a lot of people fall in love with he links me with a good friend of his down in homestead it has a really just a uh, flourishing uh nursery business and we linked together uh we we did our introductions and we were best friends right away and you know bada bing bada boom plant proper was created we saw a void in the online plant industry which was kind of just pushing off and we wanted to fill this void because we saw a lot of plants being brokered a lot of plants being bought troubled into a truck going to the northeast going somewhere else before they even went to your home and we just thought there was something that needed to be done about that it was a you know the prices were a little not as friendly as we felt they should be and the plants weren't arriving as as happy and healthy as that we felt so we went ahead and we started playing proper and we've just been running ever since that is awesome. And I mean, I've watched you guys over the past few years, like single handedly change the way that plants are sold to consumers, like from the farm to the plant stand. Yeah, it's, <laughs> right. It's so awesome. It's so simple when you step back to think about it, like, wait, why, uh, you know, but in, in something that we know down here and something that you see happening now with online plant shops is that nurseries, it was kind of an old person's world. Um, nurseries, which are down here, you know, a huge hub is Homestead, uh, Florida, and they're they're older. They're older gentlemen and women, and they're they're running their nurseries, and they're stuck in their ways, and they pack the big trucks to go to Home Depots and the Lowe's and the WalMarts, and they had no interest in tapping into this um, online world. And I'm 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 teetering with one of them, you know. I'm I'm older. I'm up there, and I'm not very tech savvy, so it was a little new uh, of a new experience for me. But, you know, luckily I have a good friend named Roger who does all the, the tech stuff and who, you know, will push me when I'm when I'm getting a little nervous about it. But there was, you know, there was that void. No, they didn't want to do it. So we kind of have we, we kind of just we, we took it and we ran with it and we're having a blast. We're having so much fun doing this. It's it's such a joy. And you guys, so so to sum up everything you just said, you guys grow all of your own plants Correct. at the farm. And then you pack them and ship them to the person that ordered online from you. So there's no, no middleman. It's literally like from the farm. You know, I, get, I keep going back to farm to table. That, um, that's, that's what we, yes, that's exactly what it is. And the food industry kind of coined that. And, yep. you know, we're, we're taking our own spin to it. You know, we're, we're the farm to the <laughs> windowsill or <laughs> farm to front right. porch or whatever whatever you want but yeah we are growing all of our product we have complete control of it from point a to point b we're we lose our control as soon as we give it to ups and uh you know that's always a scary point but you know uh so far so good i like to say farm to ikea greenhouse cabinet (laughs) (laughs) right yeah man um that's a whole different story (laughs) but yeah right right (laughs) i mean i every order that i get from you guys i I am so impressed by how everything is packaged. You have biodegradable packing peanuts. Right. Um, I've never had a leaf that's like torn or pulled off. Every leaf is like so perfectly healthy. Um, and all the plants last. I mean, I've had a few, I've had some issues with some of the schismatoglottises that you guys have sent over. Um, but I feel like that's, that's a whole nother story because it's kind of a new plant um, in the, in the houseplant market. But um, when you're at the farm, like, what is a day in the life of Matt at the farm look like? Like, obviously, like you're growing these plants, like you're propagating them, you're creating more inventory to sell. But like, 
to someone like me or anyone listening, like, what do you, what does that entail? Well, first off, thanks for all the, you know, you're the man, man. So many compliments. It's just, I get all giddy when I talk to you, but um, <laughs> we, we, do, we do try to get the plants from point A to point B in the best condition possible. And we are always happy to help, you know, if there's any growing uh, questions, because like we said, we grew them. So we know their little quirks. So if anybody has any issues, they can always reach out to us. We can let them know on our, you know, our experience with the plant and, you know, how we played it out. But every, every situation is different. But yeah, man, thanks for those kind words. And, um, you know, my day to day over there at the farm is uh, pretty, pretty amazing when you say it in words. <laughs> and it is amazing in person, but it's, it's very busy because we're just, we're just going crazy and trying to keep up with, you know, the ongoing trends and, and growing plants and shipping plants. But for me, Mondays and Tuesdays, I, I typically oversee and I try to be as hands-on as possible with shipping because at the end of the day, that's what we are. We are a company that ships plants. Um, it's kind of a dual company where we, we ship plants. That's, that's our company and we grow plants. And I like to oversee and be hands-on with both uh, components. But Monday and Tuesday, I am just most normally I'm involved with shipping. And that's, that's a, just a wild show because we have x amount of orders that we need to get out in a timely fashion and looking as perfect as possible and then wednesday thursday friday i i have my fingers in the soil i'm planting as many plants i'm overseeing anything that's being planted um we're rearranging plants we're pruning plants we're pooling plants for the restock which is thursday at 4 p.m and we want to just make sure that we have you know, a great stock of plants to choose from, not just new varieties, but just overall inventory in general. We don't want to just sell one or two plants, you know, so we got to make sure that we have everything just ready. We don't want to sell a plant unless it's on our bench, pruned and wiped down, polished and just ready to go in that box and go to its new home. So, you know, we're, we're keeping busy over there at the farm. Yeah, I, I can only imagine. And it's, I, I think that like when I look at your restocks, you're always rotating what stock that you have, which I think is a big part of how you're changing the current houseplant market. Um, you know, like, like you mentioned earlier before, a lot of like these plants were sold on like Etsy or eBay or through Facebook groups of like private sellers, but you are bringing all these different types of, you know, houseplants to the market and your prices are super competitive. Um, that's that's one thing that I, I admire about you guys. It's it's your competitive prices, your quality product, but also um, your your diversity and selection. You know, I like for example, like the the philodendron gloriosums that you had um, a few months ago, and I was like, I'm definitely grabbing one of those because I am not going <laughs> to see it at this price point in a long time. So you know, I got one. I know a few other people got one, but like that is so cool that you were able to do that. We, you know, if we can, we do. And we, and uh, thanks to you again, you know, David, you're just the nicest guy, <laughs> but I mean, I'm just know. speaking from personal experience, really. <laughs> I love that. You know, it's, it's good to hear it. Um, yeah, we, we, if we can, we do, you know, so sourcing plants is a whole, that's just a whole fun game. And it, for me, it is fun. It is super exciting to, to find a plant, whether it's in Ecuador South America, Thailand, um, Florida, another vendor in Homestead, wherever the source is, I love to find it and see what my options are. Because for us, we want to propagate, you know, because as soon as I'm able to chop and prop, I can play with those numbers and I can get them to everybody as cheap as possible. Because, 
you know, at the end of the day, we're, you know, when we have a good stock of plants, shoot, man, I'm happy to do what I can. You know, we want, we want everybody to have plants. So we want to do what we can to make that happen. And, um, having friendly prices is always a great entry, you know, because not everybody wants to dig super deep in their pocket to have a plant in their home. And I don't think they should, you know, so if we, if we can get friendly on the prices we do, and we, that's what we constantly strive to do, you know, and, uh, we, we have a blast doing it and, uh, you know, but, but sourcing plants, we, we just want to propagate because as soon as you propagate, you, you have the control of the price. Right. And so, I mean, different plants propagate differently. So when I think like philodendron, you can easily just like chop the stem and plant it in soil and, you know, at your farm, it'll take because it's outside. It's got like the perfect conditions, the light, the humidity, the watering. But what about plants like alocasia? So how would you go about like propping those? Are you like breaking out the the plant out of the pot and looking for corms and growing from corms? Like, no. So now that's that's where I haven't tapped into. If you know, oh, philodendrons. That's that's like my go-to. I'm I'm just constantly gravitated to fillies because of that chop and prop possibility. With alocasias, we we focus, uh, I would say, primarily on tissue culture. We get ours from the lab, um, and we plant it from the plug. We we don't propagate any alocasias. I don't, I don't hunt for corms not yet. Although I do want to, it's just it's kind of a battle of space because when you have stock plants, you have to open up an area of your farm to just house plants, you know, and they're just going to sit there. And you know that area for us right now is packed. <laughs> Yeah, so, like shoving space is valuable space. Oh, for sure, for sure. So we're just right now with alocasias, we'll source it from tissue culture, which I have no qualms with. I love tissue culture. I don't know, you know, there are some diehards that want, you know, propagated plants or, you know, there's others like me that have no issues with tissue culture. For me, tissue culture is a plant. I don't, it's nothing different. It came from a genetic source, um, just like a propagation would and, it's 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 a plant nonetheless so we'll we'll run tissue culture as much as we can but with a lot of plants like gloriosums or mcdowell's we you know that's a chop and prop world and i'm happy to i'm happy to do it i get the scissors out man and go crazy (laughs) so are you doing the tissue culturing at your location no there's whole farms that specialize in tissue culture it's a whole really interesting um a process it's very intricate detail oriented cleanse like no germs no knit like little outbreaks can be huge right. and um so it's very I, i've been to the tissue culture labs i, I go on the tours i love it and i want to have I, nothing to do with it <laughs> other than planting the plants it's it's a whole nother uh animal so can i ask you just to talk a little bit about tissue culture for the folks that don't know what it is sure so tissue culture and again i'm not definitely far from you know knowing what i should know but um Tissue culture is where you take a genetic from, you know, you take a little genetic code from a plant, you know, from any alocasia or this. You just take a little piece of that plant and (laughs) this is where it gets fuzzy for me. They put it in a vial. You wait a handful of months and uh, make some chemicals in there. It's something along the lines. Again, I didn't take any science in school and I didn't take it serious. But, you know, there is something that goes on in the lab. And what it does is it allows uh, it allows for mass production in a lower amount of time. So once this genetic code is 
I don't even know, you know, you know, producing on its own or whatever the case is, they can divide it from vial to vial to vial. Then they plant that into a little plug and it slowly roots. And then it comes to me in a 72 cell and, uh, you know, we get the pots in the soil out and we just start going crazy. So it's kind of like, um, so if you compare plants to humans, it's kind of like IVF for plants. That's exactly what it is. And like it, we can talk about the concept, but like when you get into the granular details, you're like, oh, you just kind of like, you know, <laughs> do some science. And then all of a sudden you have all these new plants. That's right. It's, that's it. For me, that's what it is. Um, it, it is a really interesting process. And I would push anybody to dig into it because it is really, really neat. If you like science, I mean, this will check a lot of boxes. It's, it's, it's the thing, man. It's cool. Yeah. I've seen some people on TikTok who are into tissue culturing and I've, you know, looked into it as well, but it's like pretty expensive for just the average Joe to kind of start up a lab and buy all the chemicals that are necessary for it. So it's like, you know, I, I mean, for, for me, it's just worth it just to buy plants from, you know, a grower or, you know, if it's a, a more uncommon plant, just someone that, you know, is selling them versus like trying to tissue culture something myself. Yeah, I would chop and prop all you want. But as far as tissue culture goes, I would keep those to the labs. Um, You know, yeah. just as from what I know, I think that would be the best play. <laughs> right. Um, so what I think is really interesting that you guys are doing, um, you guys are kind of taking some of I feel like, um, so if you think about like, the trend of houseplants, right, within the past few years, just to kind of level set. Um, we had like a good solid houseplant community in 2018, 2019. That's kind of like when I joined Instagram, I was like, oh, there's like a plant parent community out here. Cool. Then COVID happened. And then everyone right. seemed to get into houseplants and everyone, you know, started buying the basic type of plants. Like when I think like your basic plants, I'm thinking of like your your basic like Marantas, your Calatheas, your Monsteras, your Fiddly Figs. Um, sure. you know, syngodiums, but you guys are kind of taking all of those basic plants and elevating them. You're coming up with like, um, like species that are, or, I mean, you're sourcing species that are kind of related and easy to care for, but aren't necessarily known to the market that much. Um, but they're still like easy to care for plants that people are familiar with. It's just like a new color or like a new shape. Um, it's go ahead. So like, now I think like oh, I'm getting at like, um, like the, like uh, a lot of like the ficuses that you guys are, you know, selling now. So like when I think ficus, I think of like fiddly fig, ficus elastica, you know, your tunikis, but like you guys started like throwing out the triangularis and then the other one, the, um, um, what's the, the, the other variegated one that I, Altissima, Ruby, Benjamina, yeah, that one. And yeah. And the Benjamina, um, and then there's the other little variegated one that I just ordered. Oh my gosh, the name is slipping my mind. But the point of this is that it's like you're there's so much um, variation in like the one specific genus of plants that you guys are offering, which I think is amazing. It is amazing, and it, it's amazing when you actually break it down. And when I bring somebody on to the team, um, they're quickly overwhelmed, which it can be overwhelming. There are so many plants out there and there are so many amazing plants out there and you want to grow them all. And the thing is, is that most likely you can, as long as you have the space, because at the end of the day, just with ficus, I mean, you named 10 right there, you know, and all those ficuses are, they're wanting the same thing, you know, as far as care, light, water, humidity, you know? So like, if you know the care, general care for a ficus, 
you can grow ficus. You know, you can grow as many different varieties of ficus that you want because they do want the same general care. And that that applies to just a god-awful amount of variety of plants, begonias, uh, calathea, um, you know, philodendrons, and, you know, God, the list goes on and on because as there are many, many plants, but there's only so many genres. And you you can grow, if you can grow one, you can grow many, you know, because they all love the same love and care. And that's what we do at the farm. So where it can be overwhelming at first, taking on all these new varieties and sourcing them, we just place them in the same light that we know that ficus likes and we, and we water it accordingly and we just let the good times roll, you know, and we're constantly trying to source new plants. But, you know, to source a plant is, uh, that's, that's just a fun little game. It's a fun little game and it's super exciting to come across a new plant and to be able to grow it well and to offer it on the site. You know, it's, it's just, for me, I see it as like a game. It's, it's just like, <laughs> will I win in this game? You know, yeah, me versus me, right. You know? So what do you, so, what do you look for? I mean, with, without kind of like revealing too much about like your business operations, um, Oh, like, I'm what it, book, David. <laughs> <laughs> great, great. Okay. Um, so like, what do you, like when you're like looking for a new plant, like, I guess, what are some of the key characteristics that you're looking for, um, you know, to kind of bring a new plant into the market? For me, always first and foremost, propagation. How, how easy is this plant to propagate? Because that, that just, that leads me down that path, what we discussed of being able to buy a stock, propagate it. And be able to um, have a, the most friendly price possible because I'm, I'm propagating and I have a stock. I don't have to keep purchasing this plant um, to offer it on the site. So that to me is always my first like thought. Like, how easy is this plant to propagate? How much room does this plant take if I need to create a stock? Okay. And then secondly, I'm I'm not very, you know, uh, on Instagram and social media. But when I am, I'm looking not at like comments and this and i'm just looking at like trends and i'm looking at like what people are posting what people are gravitating towards and and then at the end of the day i look at what's beautiful in my own eyes and i'm like that's a beautiful plant it's easy to grow this is a no-brainer i'm, I'm gonna run with this you know what's what's so interesting to me is that i'm talking to someone who has so much power in changing the house plant market <laughs> and like you I, I don't think you realize like how much influence you have as you know one of the biggest competitors in the industry right um you know you th- i you know there's plant proper there's like a few other online shops as well but like you're going out there you're like what what can i you know bring to the market and then it goes on your website and then it goes to people's homes and then that plant starts showing up on instagram and everyone's wanting it and you're creating demand so like the da- the downstream effect of like your <laughs> choice is insane. Yeah, and we're and listen, we're we're open ears, you know, and that's why we love having you know the Davids in the world and and you know all the other fun um, people that are just involved with the plant scene right now because listen, we're we, you know we have our fingers in the soil and and my main man Roger has his you know face in the screen, so we you know, we may overlook something that's happening. Um, and we just, we're always open ears. Hey guys, this is what's happening. You, you, you want to definitely start growing this or you want to get your eyes on this or so on and so forth. So, you know, we, we, we take it as it comes and, um, you know, we don't, <laughs> we don't ever, I've never actually, uh, seen it as a power, you know, and as you're saying it, it is, 
it is a little wild, but it is, again, it's just a fun game because we're playing with plants and plants are amazing and they're super fun. And I never want that to be overlooked, you know, um, because it, it can get wild in the plant scene and, and the rarer plants or its availability and if you can get your hands on it or not. And it's just, I always like to remind people, this is a plant. It's not going anywhere. Um, and let's just continue to have a really fun time with plants. Let's not ever skew away from that, please. Right. And I think that sometimes it can be overlooked and there there's a lot of drama in some of the Facebook groups, which is why I, I don't even go there. Um, oh, God, <laughs> I've heard. I don't I don't go there either, but I've heard and it's disheartening for me. It breaks my heart because these are plants, guys. Let's let's have fun. Please, let's have fun. Right. Um, but I think like something that's really cool, like going back to like the ficus example, um, you know, and Anthurium. I, let me ask you this question before I go here. How do you say and do you say Anthurium or Anthurium? Don't go down that road with me, uh, David, because I am the worst. Because I'll read uh, as as involved as I am with plants. I don't get to talk plants with very very many people. As crazy as it sounds, so I'll read a plant's name, but in my head, if I don't know how to pronounce it for sh- like shish glottis till this day, I just in my head I go shish and then on to the next word. So. <laughs> Ethereum, I say Ethereum. Um, now, whether that's right or wrong, I couldn't tell you. Well, I mean, I feel like it's spelled Anthurium with the U, but so many people say Anthurium. Right. I always used to say Anthurium, but then I started catching myself saying Anthurium. I used to say Anthurium. Now I'm confusing myself. I used to say Anthurium, and now I say Ethereum. I'm like, is this? I don't know. I, I don't know. So, oh, with me, with Pothos and Pothos, I don't even know which one I started saying first, but I say them both, d- depending on which way the wind's blowing that day. It's, I'm just nervous. I'm nervous of um, somebody telling me I'm wrong or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you don't want to come <laughs> off sounding like you don't know your stuff because you do, but it's all these scientific names. And I mean, you know, who's to say one is wrong and one is right? I don't know. Oh, I, I and I'll tell you right now, I don't really know either. All I know is I love growing them and I'm going to continue to do that. <laughs> And that's all that matters. But anyway, so I think I, I took us off on a little tangent there. Um, <laughs> but like, I think I think it's cool that you guys are bringing some of the more uncommon anthuriums to the market as well. Like it kind of like it's on the same plane as like the the Philo Glories and McDowell's like your uh, your Vici, your King anthurium. And then you have the anthurium jungle fan, which is super cool. I have one. It's actually like uh-huh. one of the most underrated anthuriums that are out there. I agree. It's, it's just such a gnarly, that specific plant. Uh, when you said it, I just get all curly inside. I mean, pop, when you get bored, pop that thing out of the pot and just look at the spaghetti. Oh, my God. The roots under there are just amazing. I love the, the jungle fan. It's, one, it's an underrated Ethereum. It really is. And I got, I got upset at my little puppy because he knocked it over a few months ago and broke like three leaves off. And I'm like, oh, my God, it'll grow back. <laughs> But I put the plant in my husband's office and I water it occasionally, but it is so root bound right now. I'm like, I kind of want to take this out of the office and put it on the back patio where it gets good light. And I want to see this thing explode. Like I oh, want to see the potential of this plant. It'll go crazy. We're doing it at the farm. So if you, if you don't do it, just uh, send me a text. I'll send you a picture where I'm beefing them out. And that's always a fun thing for me to do. Um, there's no there's nothing other than just having fun. I want to see that how big I can get plants, you know, time and time again, people will come to the farm and they're like, Hey man, are you, wh- what's going on? Are you going to sell this? No, I'm, there's no intention of selling this. This is going to get extremely large, God willing. 
And that's all it's there for. I want to see how big this plant can get. <laughs> what are some other plants that you grow that are not for sale? So um, now they're technically, usually they are for sale. Um, it's just, I do keep a handful at the farm just for, for, for fun, you know, and that typically happens because at the end of like a round of a plant, if I run out of the stock or whatever, and we're not, you know, having it available, if we have like two or three of a plant, we're not going to put it on the site. Cause I don't want to risk, I don't know, something silly happening. Um, right. Of like, course. Yeah. Like two or three just isn't enough. So those I'll like put in a large pot and I'll let them beef out. But you know, we, we always have the fun plants. We grow pink princess. Like we grew a lot of those for a while with no intention of offering them on the site. Um, and so we had like a couple huge specimen pink princesses. Um, I got a couple huge cock and golds that are just climbing up massive moss poles and getting insane, um, going crazy. I got a lot of fillies that I don't even, won't even attempt to pronunciate the names of those that are climbing <laughs> up things, just miscellaneous, getting absolutely out of control. We're beefing out a couple of variegated Friedics right now that are just uh, specimens and gorgeous. Uh, we have the largest McDowell, um, uh, the McDowells at our farm. Uh, it, uh, it's just gorgeous. I mean, I see hundreds of McDowells every day and I still have to stop and just pet them and just, you know, they're gorgeous. I love those. But yeah, I mean, we, we have, you know, the Jose Buenos, we got the, we, a lot of philodendrons and, and they're, and I walk by them and I take them for granted. I'm, I'm like scrambling my mind right now. I'm like, what do I have? But they're there and we, you know, and it happens. It just happens. Like, it's like anyone's closet at home. You know, you have things in there that you don't even know you have, but you know, when the special day comes, you, you dust off the, the, the old shoes and put them on because they're in there. And that's, that's how our plants are. They just kind of build up at a nursery. So is that kind of like your personal collection? Like what does your plant collection look like at your house versus at the farm? Oh, the farm is lush. The farm is beautiful. The farm is, it's my home away from home and it's the home that gets, uh, the plants get a lot more attention. My home here, you know, I, I have a handful of plants, but being in South Florida, my plants are outside because, you know, I just have, I have the sprinkler system on a timer and they get the, they get the watering care that they need. So the house plants here, uh, surprisingly enough, I don't have like this huge specimen collection in my home because really I have it at the farm and, um, I, I'd rather it be there. I can, they get the love they need there. <laughs> right. Right. And, and, and that's kind of what I expected when I asked the question. I mean, yeah. you'd have to do like more work when you come home, if you had a personal collection that was, you know, just as big. Oh yeah. And I'm that guy. Listen, I, I'll take plants home and my wife, like I'm, I've seen the Instagram where you're sneaking the plants in and, and it's usually the girl sneaking the plant in, for, but I'm the guy sneaking the plant in for my wife. Like, cause she's, you know, she's at the point where she's planted out, you know, and she doesn't want to take care of them. And although she does, and she does a great job. So I wish she would do it more, but yeah, you yes. know, there is a limited amount. Yes. And, um, <clears throat> I mean, my, my husband's the same way. Like I actually picked up two hybrid anthuriums from, my friend who, you know, he, she sells uncommon plants, like anthuriums, phyllos, um, monsteras, like here in town in Ponte Vedra. And it's just so convenient. So we usually like meet up at a gas station. <laughs> and so Friday before we were, we were meeting a friend out for her birthday. Um, I was like, John, by the way, like I have to meet Morgan to pick up some plants and I'll buy. He's like more plants. And then <laughs> I was like, don't worry. They're small. Like they're from my greenhouse cabinet. Don't worry. And mm. so like, we like, <laughs> brought them so like we went out we came home and he was like oh we were like going inside and like 
cleaning out the car or whatever. And he's like, oh, I can't forget your little sprouts here. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it was the funniest thing. Cause like, yeah, they're like little seedlings that, that he, and he just like has all these like weird nicknames and he's like, oh, not more plants. Where are you going to put them? I'm like my, my greenhouse cabinet or the patio. And he told me the other day that there were too many plants outside on our back patio. And I was like, I literally just like cleaned this out. And I like thinned out my collection and you're still saying that there's too much. I was like, I'm just going to buy another plant stand. So it doesn't look like we have that much. There you go. You just, <laughs> the more you spread them out, the less it looks cluttered. <laughs> but but then the problem is, you know, you, you have all these empty spaces on the stand that you just want to fill up. So that's not a problem. You have a friend named Matt and I will get you as many plants as you like. <laughs> I, I will totally take you up on that. <laughs> <laughs> We'll get it to your door, no problem. It'll be our little secret. We we do it when uh, you know no one's home, and it, it, it seems like we're cheating. <laughs> no, yeah, it's like <laughs> no wonder they're so angry. That's so funny. Um, yeah, and like sometimes they'll come in like a box, and he'll be like, "You have a package? Like, why do you get so many packages?" I'm like, "Oh, it's just Amazon." And then I'll open it, and it's like more plants. I'm like, "Wait, how can I unwrap this like quickly without him seeing it and noticing it?" And I just kind of like put it in a spot that's like you know he doesn't really notice that there's like three more plants <laughs> and then one day he's just like what the heck is going on so um, the addiction yeah, is so real once you tap in to the pl- it's i'll tell you man it's it's a great addiction to have i mean i have it i'm lucky enough to be able to do it as a business and to kind of keep that addiction a little bit away from <laughs> out of the home um but sometimes it seeps in and uh you know, I think that's great. And plants, what a lovely addiction to have. It's, it's so fulfilling. Um, and I love, I love watching people get hooked, you know. I, I And there's no, like, ulterior motives. There's no business. You know, I'm not – but my mother-in-law, she just – man, the plant bug hit her like a, like a wrecking ball. And she has just so many amazing plants, compliments of plant proper, of course. But, you know, she's looking lush. And then – she does a great job. So I get to go over there and I see, I'm like, Oh my God, I forgot we offered that. That looks amazing. And this and that. And she, she's just doing an epic job. And I love that. It's just a joy. It really is. And, um, I, I feel like COVID kind of like, um, re sparked everyone's love for plants. I mean, it was a big thing in like the seventies and now here we right. are all these like Gen Zers, these millennials, um, even some of like the Gen Xers I see that are on Instagram, you know, with their specific plant, you know, their plant specific Instagram profiles, um, it's just so great and everyone's in it for the plants and just sharing their tips and like different kind of, you know, new plants that they've got in their collection. So it, it, think- it is great. And I, I coming from a place where I, I play with plants all the time, I still pick up some tips and tricks from, from somebody, uh, you know, they're not, they're just a normal person, you know, like one thing that I've picked up lately that I'm kind of using more and more is bottom watering and I I'm, I'm for it. I'm for bottom watering. I, I love it. I think it's a great thing. And I think more and more people should be utilizing it. Right. And this kind of gets, so you're kind of tapping into the, um, you know, plant tips and P I've seen reels and TikToks, people giving black and white advice for right. like bottom watering or this and that. And I think we oftentimes forget that plant care is very gray and what works for me may not work for you. 100% couldn't agree with you more on that. And that is a tricky component for, for our job to, to kind of one, get that point across um, in a, in a very nice way because we're not saying, Hey, we don't know, or we don't want to help. 
but we do like to say we recommend or we like to advise or we like, you know, this is just what we do. Um, and it works for us here at the farm and it works for us here in South Florida in our home. So, you know, it does, there's a million different ways to grow a plant, you know, successfully. Right. And, you know, some, my advice may not work for someone that lives up in the Northeast because the weather is different. The sun is different. The humidity is different. Right. It, it, it is, it is such a tough, it is so far from black and white, so many shades of gray. And that's what makes it so exciting. It makes it so exciting and intriguing to see what works for that plant in your home or your environment that you're caring for that plant. So, you know, you do have to, there's tons of trial and error and with trial comes error and that's okay. You know, um, it's, it's, it's okay to lose a plant or not have a plant thriving in your home. As long as you're learning from those mistakes, it's just very paramount. Right. Yeah. And I think that's, that's an important, um, note that you just made there. Like when you learn from what you've done, like you just become a better plant parent. 100%, you know, just, yeah. Uh, noticing a mistake is huge. Um, I, I, and people ask all the time, like, man, Matt, you know, how'd you learn to grow that through mistakes? I've burned plants, uh, through fertilizer, through too much sun. I've, I've overwatered God knows how more plants than most people will grow in their lifetime. I've overwatered and I'm the largest advocate of not overwatering plants. And it's just, you know, you learn from these mistakes. I'm able to, you know, it's fast forward for me because I'm growing, um, you know, an ample amount of plants, but it's just learning from your mistakes. Um, and not being so convinced, I think also of what the mistake was being open-minded, like, well, it could have been this and it could have been this. I'm going to alter um, this, this time and see how it works. Okay. Yes. That works. Or, you know, and or, you or that, that didn't work. <laughs> right. Exactly. So, <laughs> you know, little changes with plants make a big difference. So you just need to make your little changes, see how the plant responds. Don't hold your breath because plants aren't in a rush, you know, wait a little bit of time to see how the plant fares and then, you know, take it from there, make your adjustments. It's all good. Yeah. So speaking of colors, you know, we're talking about black, white, gray, um, the color green comes to mind because you guys um, came out with this very uh, creative term last <laughs> fall. Instead of Black Friday, you came out with Green Friday, which That's is like right. your big sale event, which is pretty awesome. Like, great idea. Who came yeah. up? Was that you or Roger? No, that's an argument. I don't want to get into that. Um, I'm, I folded <laughs> partially out of laziness, and it was Roger probably because he's way smarter than I am. But um, we'll give it to Roger. It was Roger's idea, and he. what happened was – and also, I have to give my wife a shout out too. It was partially her idea because we did Black Friday and it was our first year. It was our first Black Friday. And it was a huge debacle because we did everything right. We had our huge sale. We, we shipped all our plants. But little do we know that, you know, it's cold in November and mm-hmm. everybody's shipping plants because everybody's, or everybody's shipping just boxes because one, it was the height of the pandemic. Everybody was staying home. And it's the holidays. Everybody, you know, we just order stuff online now. So there were so many massive delays with shipping. We freaked out. Plants can't be in a box for so long, especially in the cold. So long story short, it didn't go as well as we planned. Um, and we we don't like that. We wanted to make an adjustment. So we had this game plan moving forward that we're going to, you know, we want to coin a holiday like Black Friday, but for plants. And we came up with Green Friday and it was just a bang. It was a bang out thing. It went so amazing. Um, I, I, we knew it was going to be amazing, but it went even more amazing than we could have expected. And uh, we love that. That was, it was such a blast. And we just did it 
so we could, you know, kind of dodge all the shipping delays. That was our main draw. Like, how can we do it around the holiday, but, you know, not deal with the shipping delays? And it was such a big bang. We get emails about it all the time. When are you going to do Green Friday again? You know, it, it was a big deal. People loved it. Right. And it's, um, well, it's a term, it's a, it's a plant-friendly term because it has the name, the color green, right? Sure. And it is transferable to whatever you want to make it. So if it's like springtime and you're like, oh, like, let's do Green Friday. Like, it doesn't have to be around like the November, like Black Friday time because it's about plants and it's just like your sale. No, we're the boss. Listen, we'll have Green Friday whenever we want. If I want to have Green Friday this Friday, I'll do it. Okay. So um, what, what does it look like when you guys have Green Friday? Like, like are there like certain events? Do you just like launch it? Like this the day it's, of, or it's a plant holiday. We love having a blast, and we just we take that love and we you know multiply it. Come Green Friday, so we have giveaways every day leading up to Green Friday. Then Green Friday come or prior to Green Friday, we have lives. I talk to awesome people like PV Plant Guy and all our <laughs> other plant friendly people on Instagram, and we have a blast and we talk plants. And then we launch a uh, Green Friday, which is. I mean, it's a weekend long event of big sales and I grab every plant possible and we take our amazing prices and we, we give discounts across the whole website and we have a blast doing it and we're happy to do it. We love it. Right. Cause you're getting more plants to more people. So I guess the question is, when is your next green Friday? You just, you, you, you got me all hyped up. I'm doing it this Friday. That's it. No way. This That's Friday, it. like in however many days, in like five that, days. Five days. Green Friday. We're doing giveaways every day leading up to Green Friday. Everybody put on your plant hat. We're going to party. Oh, I'm so excited. This is, yes. so this is essentially like a week of like plant proper takes over the internet. That's right. <laughs> we're <laughs> we're going to take over. We want to get plants into people's homes. If I could hand deliver every plant, I would. I can't because I have to keep planting them. And we're doing it. We're going to do Green Friday this Friday. It's at noon. It launches uh, 12 p.m. Eastern time. And we're going to be doing giveaways Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. We're going live. And uh, it's going to be a blast, man. I'm looking forward to it. And I hope people uh, gather up on their plants for spring. It's spring. Let's grow. I'm sure I'm sure when people hear this news, they're going to go to your website and just fill their card up and then come 12 p.m. on Friday, they're just going <laughs> to click buy before they get sold out. And, and that's how easy it is, guys. Uh, discounts are just they're automatically applied at, at checkout. You don't have to do the math to get, to, you know, leave the calculator out. Everything, no code or anything? No, no code. You just be you, be amazing and get plants in your home that, and let us do the work. That is so easy. You just make it so easy for literally like people to buy plants it's amazing let's do it just just click the button and if there's any questions guys we're i mean plant proper we'd love well i don't you know i want to be outside planting but (laughs) (laughs) if you call me i'll answer but you know email us and we'd love to respond to as many questions as possible because we do want to make this a seamless experience for everyone and we know it can be a little wild uh with the weather and you know shipping plants and it's intimidating this and that but you know we'll let you know what we know and we can take it from there. We're always happy to just share our thoughts. That is amazing. I cannot wait until I see what your discounts are. I just need to, I need, I'm, I'm going to go later tonight and <laughs> fill up my shopping cart. <laughs> and you kind of, I've, I'm probably going to have to limit myself because if John, well, Andrew's going to want to come to my, dude, you're going to want to check it out. I got, I got some fresh plants coming in this week, like some really hot plants hitting the website as well. So we got some new additions and as usual for our green Friday sale, I'm going to be loading a massive 
amount of inventory. So hopefully last time it hit us like over the head. We didn't, it was crazy, but I hope this time we can last a little bit longer and keep some more products on the site longer because I don't want to sell out. It's not an amazing look. Right. But I mean, it's a good, it's a good look. I mean, you know, your pros and cons, like you did so well with your sale that you sold everything. You're losing everything. Well, I'm wishing, I'm wishing, you know, the best of luck to you guys this week. It's, it's going to be amazing. It's going to be a lot of fun, lots of engagement on Instagram and, and whatnot. You guys do such a great job. You have have such a great presence there. It's always fun to kind of see the reels that you and Roger are putting together. Oh, we have an amazing team. I, it's, it's, I mean, and that's another thing. Like, the behind the scenes with playing proper is, is fun. Um, we have fun at the farm. Um, and I never miss a point. You know, I, I want to bust little Roger's chops as much as possible. I mean, we just have a blast. We have a lot of fun. Yeah, it looks like it. I have, um, I have FOMO from afar, and I need to make a visit down there. <laughs> You're I, always I, welcome. I drive. I live five hours away, so I can either drive five hours or just like hop on a forty-five minute flight, which sounds a little bit more appetizing. <laughs> it does. It does. You know. Um, you know. You can have cocktails on the flight, and that's always a draw for me. Yes. Oh, we can, and then yeah, and then I could be a little tipsy when we um, when we make that, some content. That's it. Oh, now you're cooking, right? All smiles. <laughs> I love it, man. Um, that's that's awesome i can't wait for this week i'm so excited um so hey matt every every guest i have on this podcast i always ask them what their favorite plant is and i know you work with so many different plants um i want to know what your top choice is what is your singular favorite plant if you were to choose one now this is a great question i get asked all the time and i get the same basic response which is it you know what i say this week won't be the same as next week it always changes it's, it's it's always evolving but you know what i keep gravitating towards and it may just be and i've been growing it for a very long time and all of a sudden i don't know my love for it has like it, it's there and i know it's true is the mcdowell i love philodendron mcdowell it's just such a beefy aggressive grower and um i i, I look up to it i'm like i want to be that plant <laughs> i want to be as beefy and as aggressive as this plant, it's just, and then it gives you like this nice, elegant new leaf. I mean, it's just, it's the Philodendron McDowell. I mean, hands down right now. Better than the glory. <sighs> don't do this to me, David. Don't do this to me. You knew it was coming. I don't, don't. I hope glory's not listening. <laughs> I mean, I have one in the other room. I don't know if they can hear right now, but. Um... I, I have <laughs> right next to each other in my backyard and the McDowell just Oh, just beefs over it grows aggressively onto my deck i mean it's just crawling all over the place yeah better than the glory i mean it is it's just the plant for me for me now gloriosums are gorgeous um but god that mcdowell good god almighty what a plant see i don't i don't have one maybe i'll have to snag one this friday for green Friday. oh say no more say no more you'll get one i'll have it to you by tuesday i'm gonna okay i'm gonna go add it to my cart right now <laughs> <laughs> We love them over there, man. They're growing good. Hey, well, Matt, thank you so much for your time today. I love learning about everything that you're doing at Plant Proper. I love all the behind the scenes stuff. And I honestly, I'm like counting down the days until I can actually get down there to spend some time with you and Roger and to see everything for myself because it just sounds like you guys are having a blast. Like it doesn't even sound like work. You know, sometimes I have to remind myself that it is and uh, you're always welcome, man. We're, 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 We're ready for you.
Awesome. I can't wait. So I'll definitely, I'll get with Roger on some dates and then we can go from there and, you know, maybe we can do another podcast session when we're together and we can make some content. Please. Yes. All the above. I'm, I'm, I'm ready, man. I, this podcast was tons of fun. I love chit chatting about plants. I don't do it enough. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm ready for you. You just let me know when and where. Awesome. Okay. Well, thanks for your time today. I'll let you go and then we can catch up this week for green Friday. I can't wait. David, the pleasure was on mine.